our studios in Austin, Texas. This is Drinking Bros Fake News with Ross Patterson, Dan Holloway, Papa G with the traffic. Field. Not good. Yeah. Field reporter, Hot Bob. And Delco Dan with sports. Welcome to Fake News. Yeah. Welcome to Drinking Bros Fake News, everybody. Giving you the realest, fakest news from the weekend. Happy to be here, D'Anthony. Uh, we got hammered for for today's show. Jingle mm. <laughs> What the fuck was that girl's story? I have no idea. Did Ari book her? <clears throat> uh, no, did I did. Oh, you did? Yeah. Did you? Do you know her? Kind of, yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> to say it was a weird episode. <laughs> oh man! It's... But I had fun. I thought it was a fun one. I did too. But uh, well, I know you did. She did not. Well, you know, whatsoever. you live and learn. You sure you do. Know? Is it? Let me ask you this, because I was thinking about this on the drive over. Is it just female comedians who are just terrible? I've got two that I think are good podcasters, because it's, it's two different types of skills. Mm. Um, I think Christina P. is a great stand-up and a great podcaster. I think Whitney Cummings is a, a good stand-up and a, and a good podcaster. And then that's kind of where it ends to me. I like uh, Chrissy Chrissy's Mayer. Chrissy's good. Chrissy's good yeah. on our show. She's always been good. She's good. I haven't seen her stand-up, though, in real life. Um, but uh, And then that's kind of where it ends for mm. me at that point. Um, but it is a fucking skill and a craft. And people ask us all the time. I'll be honest about it because you guys sent me so many fucking DMs this morning. Um, we, You and I have been hit up for live shows, all that other stuff. I talked about this on Ross Patterson Revolution maybe six or eight months ago. Um, three or four agents were trying to get you know big podcasters to go back to stand up and everything else, and I just said, "Look, man, to be great at stand up, that's that's like a six to eight month every single night process to even try to get back to where you used to be." And it's like, why fuck up your audience if you get on stage and bomb, you know, horrifically? And let's say somebody's a, a fan of Drinking Bros or RPR or sports, or the books, or the movies, or all that other stuff, and then they see you that one night and you fucking bomb, is that worth it? Because it'll change somebody's opinion about you. The answer is no for an extra <clears throat> few shekels here Yeah, and fuck there. that. So, but, yeah, it's also like a lot of the clubs are promoting non-comedians. Tons. To, to do stand-up. Tons. Like TikTok people. Mm-hmm. Just because, I mean, look, <clears throat> it's capitalism. It is, and if you can get the money, great. The problem is, I think, if you want to do it as a long-term career and, uh, and somebody catches you out and, and, and mm. you suck, it's going to get out. I mean, there's even super famous podcasters who are doing it, and you're like, man, I don't know that you should be doing this. You mean Brendan Schaub. <laughs> let's, not, let's not be coy here. Everybody knows what you're I talking love about. Brendan, dude. Yeah, he's a good dude. It's just like not he's, every, he's a great I podcaster. I don't think I would be he's particularly great. good at stand-up either. Because I don't care if the audience likes what I'm saying. And I think, right. you'd, I think to be good at stand-up, you need to be somewhat addicted to the fucking response from the audience. It's what motivates oh, yeah. you and keeps 100%. you going. And I don't give a fuck about that. 100%. Like for me, it would be, <clears throat> if I had any success in that job, it would be Norm McDonald style success mm-hmm. where it's bombing on purpose and just soaking in all the fucking, the, the chaos and the fucking awkward feelings that people, people are like, oh my God, this I know. is so bad. I know. 
That's uh, the only way I think I would be good at it. Otherwise, I wouldn't care. One of the last times I did it, uh, and this was obviously many, many years ago at this point now, shit, um, uh, there was 30 or 40 people there, and I've said this story to somebody else, but I didn't say who came on after me, and I'll tell you now, but uh, it's like 30 or 40 people there, and I just looked out, and I'm midway through this set, and the set wasn't long. It was only like 15 minutes, and I was like, I can't get up for like th- you know, 15 to 30 people anymore. I just, it's not interesting mm-hmm. Um, but then Chappelle came in afterwards, and he was not announced or anything. You just walk on. And I think by the time he came on, there was 40 people total in there. And he did two and a half hours. Yeah, he doesn't care. That's somebody who genuinely loves it, doesn't care if there's 30 or 40 people there. And, you know, this is way before he was super fucking famous or did the Chappelle show and all that stuff. And uh, that's a guy who just fucking loved it. Rogan used to do that shit, too, where it was just like... Man, how are you doing this for 30 or 40 people? Yeah. Um, well, the problem with somebody like Shab is that he was already famous. So his, the first time he ever did stand-up was probably in front of 200 people. Mm-hmm. And you need, you need to do it in front of 5, 10, 30 people for a while. For a couple of years, probably. Some, right? uh, yeah, some open mic stuff. Oh, yeah, because that's so how I started. I was 16. A, I was doing yeah. open mic shit. There's a good chance that if he stays with it two years from now or 18 months from now, Brendan turns into a really good stand-up comedian because he's not stupid. He's a smart guy. Yeah. And he's funny. Like, in gen- general terms, he's funny. So he gets he just gets dinged up a little bit because – and look, kudos to him for just going after it. He doesn't give a fuck. No, and he is <clears throat> one of my favorite podcasters, mm-hmm. so I want to make that clear. I mean, even back in the day when we did Range 15 – um, cause a lot of people asked, they were like, how did you know that they were going to be huge? And, uh, and it was Jesse. Uh, so Jesse had turned me on to their show fighter and the kid. And I thought it was great. Uh, reached out, you know, I obviously knew, I knew Callan, but I didn't know Shaw. Mm-hmm. And I put them both in the film together as those two guards. They were fucking hilarious. It was a great scene in the movie. Uh, and I love them, but yeah, stand up wise, it's, it's just a different craft and it takes years and years and years. And, uh, I think he'll eventually be pretty good at it if he stays with it. I don't know if he will. I mean, look, he's he's going to be able to get people to buy tickets, so he should stay with it. Yeah, right. It's I, just he'll to always make money. sell. Yeah, uh, great podcaster though, and uh, and a good dude in real life. But uh, you know, not my brand comedy wise, stand up. Well, not yet, right? Not yet. Yeah. I mean, like you never I, know. I, I I don't go to open mic nights either. Right, right, right. And no offense to him, like he's put in a lot of work on the podcast side, but it's two very different skill sets. Yeah. Like if I if I was doing an open mic night. I wouldn't tell anybody. <laughs> I certainly wouldn't invite people who like the, these shows to watch it because it's like, do you really oh, want to yeah. see that shit? Yeah, dude. I, so you start off, you know, when I was 16, I was doing open mic night, and then there were, there were these bringer shows where you had to bring like 30 people, yeah. and, and there was a drink, you know, two-drink minimum and all that stuff. And the club owners didn't give a shit if you bombed or not. They were just amped that you brought people there and they could sell some booze. Yeah, it's really all about selling booze. It, the whole thing. Until things. you get into theaters and shit like that, it's, right. it's about selling booze. Right. If you're looking to get on like a Tom Segura level, good luck. I mean, that's yeah. an entire lifetime. There's like 15 comedians in the world that do, do sell out. There's oh. like Chappelle, obviously, Rogan, Brian Regan sells out shows. Yep. Uh, uh, what's his Sebastian name? Maniscalco. Sebastian Maniscalco is one. Um, uh, not even... Not even uh, Christina P, but Segura does. She's close. But she's she's, she's okay. She's she sells out bigger rooms, yeah. but she doesn't sell out. She doesn't sell out arenas. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. the, and Bill Burr maybe could do something oh, like Bill that. Oh, Bill Burr, yeah. yeah. He, was, he did Red Rocks. Yeah. I watched his live there's show like ten, There's like 15, 20 maybe in the world at any Tops. given time that yeah, yeah, are doing yeah. that. Burt Kreischer. Tough. Tough. Uh, well, especially after this movie. I know. Uh, he's everywhere promoting it. By the way, if you want to go to our Twitter, uh, Mark Wahlberg responded to Burt Kreischer about promoting the movie and then them doing a movie together. So I posted a video at Jared's house of 
uh, us at mm-hmm. Mark Hard Gym, and I said, look, if you guys do this action movie together, shoot it in Texas, and Train, then we'll give yeah, you yeah. unlimited <laughs> access to Mark Hard Gym. Well, you know, I don't know if you've seen it recently, but um, uh, Dennis Quaid and McConaughey and a couple other dudes from Texas are trying to make a push uh, to get the governor to get wheelchair and the legislature here to reinstate a lot of the movie and TV incentives that used to exist in Texas. You were oh yeah, you were yeah, a benefic- yeah. Uh, I was a beneficiary yes. of that yep. back in the day. I what, shot two movies, oh two to oh four time period. Uh, my la- the last one I shot here was in two thousand eleven, so mm-hmm. there was incentives still here then. Um, but yeah, shit, oh two was the first one, mm-hmm. and then two thousand eleven was the second one, and it was a great. It's a great state to shoot it. I mean, if you think about all the the people from here that do that kind of work. I mean, obviously Dennis Quaid, McConaughey, and uh, th- those are pretty big guys. But there's a lot of people that f- there are a lot of film and television people from every from producing all the way down to acting that are from Texas and now have moved back here over the last couple of years. Yeah. So if Texas mm-hmm. should absolutely do it, I if there's no fucking agree. reason not to. Hollywood is dying. Yep. Make it the it, we're already the new fucking New York comedy scene. You may as well make it the new Hollywood scene as well. Yeah. Right? I definitely wrote my not that it matters much, but I wrote my state reps to reback that. Same. Yep. From from because you saw the PSA the other day, right? Yeah. It was yeah. it was Quaid McConaughey. Who else is in Glenn that? Glenn Powell, Billy Bob yeah. Thornton, Billy Bob Thornton, Powell. Oh, yeah. uh, Hang, Hangman, by the way, is Glenn yeah. Powell, and mm-hmm. uh, he went to UT. <clears throat> he went to Austin. Uh, he went yeah, to UT. I from, mean, there's so many Rattarock. other people from here too. The supernatural Tons. guys are here. Yep. I mean, there's like it's. Well, just a I, ton. I know Jared Padalecki brought his show here on CW. It's uh, Walker Texas Ranger. Yeah. So that that is shooting here. But even all of Taylor Sher- Sheridan's shit is Taylor Sheridan's here. all shot here. Fucking uh, Dawson's Creek is moved back here. Although I think he's just homesteading out here in Dripping Springs. He is. Dude. I don't he's know just, if he's actually acting or no. Anymore. He's just chilling. But I think, <laughs> but I think he would do some projects if it was here 100%. in Texas, right? Because he's. He's uh he's into it so as long as you don't shoot in the summer it's a great great place to shoot well, I shot both of those movies uh, fall into the winter well if you're shooting beautiful if you're shooting internals in summer that's fine but shooting totally. externals sixteen hours a day in the Texas heat there's no fucking way and they have enough sound stages down here and all that stuff I know Netflix is putting a sound stage here that's yeah. great I didn't see this PSA yet. I don't think well you want to pull it up and we'll, we'll display it yeah uh, why not because it's super interesting but I don't think SAG would allow for fourteen to sixteen hour shoot days in one hundred ten degree weather right. Depends. Uh, I mean, I know. So in North LA, where that CBS lot is, where uh, uh, yeah, on Radke, uh, yeah, the yeah. one, the one where uh, SEAL Team shoots there, mm-hmm. they have a big fob built out there. Basically, yep. it looks it looks like a legit fob in Afghanistan. Actually, um, it gets pretty warm out there. Yeah, it does. Especially last year. <laughs> no, last year was like the hottest year in LA ever. I think we shot range fifteen in the summer. Holy mm. shit, uh, that was a hot. Yeah, one. but that was only sixteen days. <laughs> Eighteen, yeah. Like, I mean, oh yeah, 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 yeah. That could have been Christ. way worse. Like they shoot for they shoot for like six months. I think. Oh, it's brutal. Um, it's yeah, did you find brutal. it? Yeah. You can pop it, a, up. it was like not coming up on YouTube. That's yeah, fine. I found, I, I found, I found a story a with the YouTube link in it. If the Dallas Morning News wants to stop being fucking... Oh, well, there's got to be 90 pop-ups. Right. <clears throat> Easily. All right, got it. All right, play this. Yeah, yeah. that'd be great. 
I'm Dennis Quaid from Houston, Texas. I'm proud to be from oh, Texas. Oh, yeah, I forgot about Owen Wilson. I love Owen Wilson. my home and state Wayne. of Texas. Woody Harrison. I'm not from Texas, but I played Davy Crockett. We love our home <laughs> state of Texas. And what we really love is making movies here. With its varied and iconic landscapes and incredible talent, Texas looks good up on the big screen. Texas used to have a great incentive program that brought hundreds of great movies and shows and thousands of jobs for hardworking folks and hundreds of millions of dollars to the Lone Star State. Unfortunately, over the years, the funding became less and less because some people were led to believe that that money was only going into the pockets of big-wig California movie producers and high-priced Hollywood actors like me. And me. And me. And me. And me. And me. But that wasn't true. Now all those films and shows, all those jobs, all that positive economic growth for the economy of Texas, it's migrated to states like New Mexico, Louisiana, Georgia, and... Don't make me say it. Oak... Oklahoma. Oklahoma? Oklahoma? <laughs> Come on. In fact, shows that are supposed to be set right here in Texas are finding it hard to get the resources they need to begin filming. So the, these folks, they film elsewhere. And to be honest, that doesn't really sit right with me. Or me. Or me. Or me. Or me. Or me. Now, thankfully, the Texas legislature has brought new bipartisan film legislation up for votes later this month. So that this time, we Texans can take back what we used to have and bring movies and jobs back to Texas. This is not a Hollywood welfare program to pay for private jets and privileged lifestyles back in California. No, this legislation is about Texas jobs and showcasing our great state on the big screen. Filming in Texas is good for local economies and creates real Texas jobs. Not just for you know, actors and directors and screenwriters. I'm talking about Texas-based electricians. Drivers. Carpenters. Makeup artists. Hairstylists. Hotel staff. Folks in the restaurant and hospitality industry. Parking valets. Contract workers. They all benefit from this incentive program. <laughs> Not just for the big cities, but for little towns like Stephenville here. Beautiful, isn't it? We are talking about an almost $2 billion impact on the Texas economy. It's incredible how many people are employed by Texas Productions. Film incentives in Texas means I don't have to move out of state to work in film. The idea that I may have to go to another state to tell a Texas story you don't want her to go, blows Bob. my mind. More yeah. films means more mm -hmm. work for all of us. The last film incentives helped me launch my production company. More film production in Texas helps fill the seats in our restaurant. More films in Texas that means I can grow my catering business. It keeps us and our hotel busy. Every dollar spent from Texas film funding puts $5 back into the Texas economy. That goes into the pockets of people like me. More video and film production in Texas is not just good for me. When there's more film, it's good for all of us. It's good for Texas. So do us all a favor, will ya? And call or email your state representative or state senator and tell them to support funding for Texas film. We're not trying to be controversial or throw anyone under the bus, except maybe Oklahoma. We just want the chance to film great things here in Texas. It's good for Texas. I'll see you on the set. <coughs> yeah, it's a pretty good commercial. That's good. It's not fucking preachy or anything like yeah. that. And uh, I can say from the other side of it, so take Georgia, for example, which got a, a shit ton of it, right? Mm -hmm. Everybody went to Georgia. Well, people bitched initially, and they said... 
hey, dude, these huge Hollywood productions are bringing in their own people and everything else. Uh, and then Georgia pushed back and said, yeah, yeah, but where are they staying? Mm-hmm. They got to get the hotels. They got to get rental cars. They got to get Ubers. They got to get food. <clears throat> they got to get all this shit. And then what happened, because production took over down there, then those motherfuckers ended up moving there. Yeah. So yep. then there were permanent Buying residents Buying real estate, there. spending all money in the, in the yes. local economy. And you're talking about on, on one of these scripted shows especially, you're talking about somewhere between 50 and 100 employees, mm-hmm. right? And if it goes five to seven seasons, if it's a successful show, you're talking about two, 300 employees on that show over the course of the, the oh, yeah. thing. Not including all the external contractors and shit. Like... Look, just if you don't believe me, watch the fucking credits at the end of your favorite TV show or movie. Yeah, it's like it's like fucking thousand people yeah. on there, man. Um, <clears throat> plus, all the ancillary benefits of having shit shot here locally, um, especially if you're in the industry. For us, it'd be great. Well, take like a JNL barbecue for example. Um, those guys would be hired out every single day of the mm-hmm. week in catering, and they'd be rich as fuck, dude. Yeah, it helps small businesses and everything else, and uh, and it would be great. Not to mention if you bitch about fucking like libs owning the media and shit like that like this is a perfect way to like take control of narratively a little more to get your art out into the world by producing it where you live yeah i totally agree uh that's a great spot good for those guys i hope that happens i'll I'll definitely do it who is it wheel who we emailing wheelchair or uh cruise Uh, well wheelchair will sign it either way right you will yeah okay cruise is federal but it's a state legislature so you want to go you you have to i had to google it but yeah you're whoever your state senator is and then whoever your state rep is you can find it just by putting your fucking zip code in and gotcha okay perfect yeah i'm down for that for sure um it'd bring a lot of fucking money into the state and especially a state that doesn't have income taxes It'd be great to have the money, uh, just saying here. Uh, we'll hop into the news, kids. First up, Epstein was blackmailing Bill Gates. Woo! This is a fun one um, because the, the, the chick that was uh, having the affair with Bill Gates was a Russian chess player. And Bob, if we could pull her up on screen... She looks like Greta Thunberg, and the internet was on fire with this last night. Holy shit. I actually had to do a double take on it. I was like, oh, my God. I mean, have you seen this chick? Yeah, it's weird. Super weird. Um, And then there's other pictures of her uh, that look even more identical to her that are out there. And uh, I, this is what I expected, though. I, I just pictured all of Epstein's shit was to blackmail all of these people to get what he wanted. So he was trying to extract money out of Bill Gates and the foundation for some other fucking foundation that he wanted to uh, have. And you're, you're, you're close. You're almost there. Take it the next, the next step. It isn't about money. It isn't about any of that. It's about compromising people that are rich and powerful so you can leverage them towards a greater purpose. Sometimes it's money, sure. Yeah. Just in pure blackmail sense. <clears throat> well, in this instance, it was money. I guess well, Gates had backed out of a foundation that Epstein wanted funded. Sure, yeah, but why, is, why does he want that foundation funded? That's the real question, right? And it's because he's either an agent of the CIA or the Mossad. It's the only reason he stayed out of trouble that long. You think so? Yes, 100%. Okay. Yeah, but I, here's how I know. Because everything the Mossad does, intelligence-wise, um, came from Russian intelligence, right? That that's they they base their intelligence services, which are some of the best in the world, are based on Russian intelligence. And this is a classic Soviet F- FSB KGB move. You compromise somebody through um, 
whatever means necessary. It's why when we do background checks, we see if you've got a shady history. We see if you've got debt problems and things like that because Mm -hmm. those are uh, um, tension points that could be leveraged against somebody. Um, It's the same for Scientology, by the way. It's exactly what they do. Oh, yeah. They get you to admit to all your weird shit on tape, and then they fucking use it against you. Like, oh, well, if you leave the church, you know, people are going to find out about this stuff if you don't give us $25,000 or whatever the fuck it is. For them, it's all about money, right? But for these people, it's about globalist politics. And Jeffrey Epstein sat at the center of that. That's why the most powerful people in the world, including Trump, including fucking Biden, everybody had a relationship with this guy. Well, a lot of people, and because I've read this in various articles, just said, oh, he was this rich guy, and, and what we knew is he was a businessman and all this other shit. Um because there's a, a million pictures with him and everybody else. Uh, so some of these people, I, I don't truly know what the relationship was. Bill Gates, though, was, was one of the big ones who was always at the fucking islands mm-hmm. over 27 and over, times, I believe. 27 times, over and over and over again with this guy. Or was 27 Bill Clinton? Hard to remember. Yeah, they were both there, but <clears throat> uh, you know, over and over and over again. The, the wild thing to me is... Uh, Allegedly, inside the house, uh, to go back to your Scientology point. Um, so Scientology would bring you in once you're in. You sit there and you do these video interviews and you tell them like all your craziest sexual history, fantasies, all this other fucking shit, right? I didn't do it. Bob did, I think. Um, but Bob's was, you know, obviously he wanted to own slaves again, just like his parents. And you know, I'm kidding, Bob. But, uh, but with that, they have it all on videotape. And then if you try to leave the church, then they'll have this videotape. Inside of Epstein's house, there was cameras... Everywhere throughout the house, and including the showers, I heard. Somewhere this footage exists of all of these fucking people. Mm -hmm. I don't know where it's at. The FBI has it. You think so? They have everything. Yeah, 100%. And so what do you think they're doing with it now? Are they still blackmailing Bill Gates and people uh, like this? No, they're just keeping us from seeing what they've been up to, because I think the FBI was probably involved in this. You think so? Oh, yeah. Look at everything else they've done. Like, after discovering that the FBI actively worked to, like, frame uh, an incoming U.S. president for shit that never happened and then work against it for his entire time and then continue now, have hundreds, hundreds, plural, of agents at J6, right, that they refuse to release. There's, like, 10,000 more hours of videotape that they refuse to release because there are hundreds, hundreds, with an S at the end, of their employees out there in the middle. There weren't even that many people there, Right. I mean, they're, they're in, out in the crowd, yeah, but the people that were inside the Capitol was like, what, three or four hundred? And there's three or four hundred FBI agents in the crowd somewhere? Like, what the fuck, man? Yeah. I mean, it's so if you don't think they'll do some shit like this, of course they will. I do, I do now, and I guess the danger <clears throat> is you don't want to sound like a conspiracy theorist anymore, but let's face it, these are no longer conspiracies. Mm-hmm. Um, well, they're conspiracies. They're just not theories anymore. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, Jesus Christ. Oh, she was a Russian bridge player. Who plays bridge professionally? Old, I mean, that's old ladies, right? But this chick was like sixteen years old. Pop up that other pic, Bob, right there. I mean, that's fucking Toon Bear, bro. That's got, so wild. She's got that tight little body that only playing bridge can get you. Oh boy, Bob. I don't. Do we do we know how old this chick is right here? Uh, her hairstyle says eleven, but that body sure says fifteen. <laughs> oh God, dude. How many years did all this fucking shit go on? The other part that I uh, the, the, that I can't figure out either is why the fuck does anybody care about Bill Gates anymore? I mean, 
Why isn't this guy just been thrown into a fucking sack full of alligators? Um, so, one, he's one of the richest people in the world. Two, he owns 300,000 acres of American farmland, which is more than even China does. Mm-hmm. Right? That's why. Shit. Um, and he's also at the forefront of this fake meat bullshit. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's it. I, what's the name of the charity? So, part of this... <clears throat> Part of it was the uh, Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. Yeah, now, yeah, Epstein's yeah. on the other hand. But but the, the Epstein was trying to convince him or pressure him into donating to this J.P. Morgan-run charitable fund, but I can't find the name of the J.P. Morgan-run charitable fund. I would love to see the charitable fund not, uh, 990, like the fucking document that shows all the board members, all mm-hmm. the people involved, and exactly where the money was coming from and where it went to, right? Because that'll tell you if this is a fucking uh, globalist operation or not. Yeah, I mean, just looking into this further here, uh, this Antonova chick was introduced to Epstein to help her raise funds for her initiative, uh, which sought to promote Bridge by creating quality tutorials for beginners and advanced players. For Bridge. Mm. Okay. Seems legit. Sure. Uh, you know, I, was that was that a need that kids were like out there being like, "Oh my god, I don't, I don't have a, a after school bridge program to play, bridge in." I mean, isn't it like fucking Uno or my retarded? Like what? What you know? It's a little bit more complex than that. Is it? It's not quite as complex because grandmothers as play it over and over and over again. Uh, and there's nobody dumber than grandmothers. Everybody says that. the world needs bridge. And then here's the interesting part of this is. Uh, uh, homegirl, this Antonova, she went on to stay at an apartment in New York uh, a year later that Epstein provided for her. So he was providing this girl with a place to live, seemingly so she could keep having this affair with Bill Gates. Uh, yeah, so Bill Gates was providing her with dick. Right. And I think he eventually did pay her, but I think where, where things went south is he didn't do the thing that Epstein wanted to. Uh, oh, okay, here it is. The fun was supposed to be a way for Epstein to rebuild his reputation after he was forced to register as a sex offender, and he pleaded guilty in 2008 to soliciting and procuring a minor for prostitution, according to the, sur- the sources that spoke to the journal. So I guess that's when Bill pulled the plug and said, man, it's okay if, if I fuck young girls, but yeah. not... Well, I mean, you just can't get caught. You can't get caught. Uh, Yeah, it's an unnamed philanthropy fund, as far as I can find. Like, the Wall Street Journal doesn't have the name. It's just essentially like a general multi-billion dollar philanthropy fund. And the whole point was Epstein would run it or help advise on it or whatever. And he would get people who had the money to put in literally a minimum of $100 And he would get them in orbit of J.P. Morgan and get J.P. Morgan some dope clients. Okay, cool. So... They're just, uh, they're just not even trying no. to hide that, right? They're just raising a couple billion dollars so they can move money around the world and do whatever the fuck they want. Yeah, I mean, there's... They, and do it tax-free, too, right? So I yes. mean, that's the only reason to set up a charitable foundation to do something like that. So he says, in essence, this fund will allow Bill to have access to higher quality people. Or just the aristocracy. <laughs> I mean, can we just say that, I guess? Mm-hmm. Uh, investments, uh, allocation, governance without upsetting either his marriage or the sensitive uh, activities of the current foundation employees. That's right, because he was also banging that other girl from Microsoft for 20 years. He was married to Melinda for 27 years, and he had a 20-year affair with somebody at Microsoft along with this girl, and then 
whoever else he fucked on that island. Well, look, if you've got like a high level stressful job, you need some strange puss, right? From time to time. I, I, but why not just go to like, I mean, Vegas, you can get like the high, you know, high class prostitutes. Too like many the, cameras. The out good there. ones. Yeah. But if, if you're in your room, right. And you can go in the with it and then you don't leave with them. Like, I think you're fine at that point. Uh, Artie Lang used to talk about that all the time. If that's yeah, but like if Artie open. Lang gets caught with a hooker <laughs> in Vegas, no one is get well. He's not getting caught, right? Because that's what you expect. That's not. It doesn't constitute getting like that. It's, would, a, it's the difference between finding a raccoon eating out of a dumpster and Bill Gates eating. Out yeah, of yeah, 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 and, yeah. But but hear me out on this. When you got some armed guards, you know some of those suites in Vegas, there are a couple floors and all that other shit. Sure, yeah. You have the armed guards. They're at the door. They walk the fucking prosty in. You have sex, and then they get her out of there, and that's kind of the end of the transaction. I think for him, it was probably more just based on the women he was with, and the one was the remember the weird fucking high school sweetheart where him and the wife had a thing where she, where he would go away with his girl for a month. Yeah, uh, you know the most the most common type of thing people order from prostitutes. What's that? The girlfriend experience. Mm. Oh yes, yes, they did a fucking movie on it. It's not. You're fuck. right. I mean, they do fuck. You're right. Yeah. But it's not just fucking. Yeah. And that was uh, Tiger Woods, too, man. All of his shit. Every single woman said the same thing about him. It was just endless conversations of like, yes, they would fuck. But he just want to hang out and watch TV with him for like fucking eight, nine hours. You do more than fuck, too. What do you mean? He had a little pee play, a little. Uh... Whoa. You got a little pee play on the show today? Uh, what are we talking seen, about? Yeah. Tiger? Uh-huh. You've never seen those texts? I have not. Oh, uh, yeah. What was the pee play exactly? Uh, I mean, just go back. He, would and look he pee on text. them or them pee on him? A little bit both. Yeah. No shit. All right. Allegedly. <laughs> uh, of course. Said one Allegedly of the Missouri text messages. So yeah. Wow. A little pee play out of Tiger. All right. Well, shit. Good for him. Uh, but this one for Bill, this seems like uh, just weird relationships that he wants. Yeah. Uh, you're right. It's not like high end prostitutes or anything. You're going after a fucking tiny little bridge player. Waffle House waitresses, right? Well, that's for a different type of clientele. <clears throat> for Tiger Woods. Oh, for Tiger, yes, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. But uh, for Bill, it, this, this is pretty on brand for Bill here. Uh, I wonder if Homegirl will say anything about this. Uh, she's, this is she still I, yeah, alive? I don't know what she's up to. She's probably in an intense bridge match right now. Right. <laughs> so it's hard to get away and talk to the press. You know who uh, funded it, too, was Bill. And yeah. now she's the biggest bridge player in the world, and she makes $4 million a match. She's actually uh, on the outskirts of Bakhmut entertaining the troops with her bridge tricks. <laughs> Is she Ukrainian? No, she's Russian. She's Russian. Oh, okay. boy. So right. he's a, she's he's doing a, a Ru- Russian USO with bridge, yeah. you know, some bridge skill stuff. <laughs> Speaking of uh, Bakhmut... Um, <clears throat> The uh, we're we're just such we're so in full clown world right now. The Ukrainians got their ass handed to them, mm-hmm. and Bakhmut, Bakhmut, how you say it? They they've just gotten absolutely fucking annihilated after all this shit talk about oh Wagner Group is just sending prisoners there, and once the spring offensive starts, it's over. Well, they got their ass handed to them, Bakhmut. They tried to launch a raid over the Russian border, got fucking their asses handed to them there too. And that, that's saying something because, as I've said for two years now, the Russian military is completely incompetent. If you don't believe that, just look at what's happened so far, right? Yeah. They're completely incompetent. And now they, 
Ukraine launches its big offensive and they just get fucking shit stormed and the media just decides not to report on any of that because nobody wants to spend money on a loser, right? Sure. Except our own government. Well, that's, yeah, but I mean, like the American people would start to get upset if they noticed how Ukraine has been losing this war the entire time. I, I guess so. It's one of those things where, you know, this, you, you talk about the spring offensive. It's, it's spring. It's been spring. We're heading into summer now, so nothing happens. Well, it was the wet season, right? So, <laughs> Is that what it was? Yeah, it gets muddy as fuck over there, and it's hard to move armor through. That's what happens. Oh, they're fucked. Uh, speaking of Ukraine, uh, do you see the uh, defense uh, budget spending came in for Ukraine, and uh, they couldn't find $3 billion with a B there. Uh, now, they said not to worry. Um, because when they do find the extra $3 billion, um, they're just going to give it back to Ukraine and give them more uh, planes and weapons mm-hmm. with the $3 billion. So no, that's no, a it was, fun thing. It was the opposite. Of what? They did not find it. They were like, oh, we found an extra $3 billion. Oh, is that what it was? Yeah, yeah, they, yeah, yeah. yeah an extra $3 yeah. billion. It's weird, man. I've never found that type of cash in my account where I was just like, fuck, man. You had an extra three bill in there. I didn't uh, know about it. I mean, so the, one of the big, <clears throat> one of the big talking points from the, I guess, from the right, uh, well, from from libertarians mostly, not from uh, the right in Congress because they've all been sucking Ukraine's dick too. But it's been like, how do we know where any of this money is going? We don't have receipts for any of this shit. We mm-hmm. don't like what the fuck. Well, this is it. Like we sent, we sent what we thought was. 200 billion to them and it turned out to be 197 worth of stuff so where's the other 3 billion worth of stuff we can't do fucking math i know i mean it's a fucking spreadsheet Mm -hmm. that has the assets that we're sending over there and what their value is and there's a three billion dollar rounding error somewhere are you fucking kidding me i mean and that's what they're admitting to publicly you can only imagine how fucked these books are behind the scenes oh god knows and and to your point about the the right as well yes most of these motherfuckers in congress Mm -hmm. Um, Republican-wise, have also voted for this stupid shit in Ukraine. I mean, God damn it, dude. It's insane. And if they get just absolutely housed, right? So let's say they get housed in the summer. And then what do you do by the fall then at that point? What would be your next move if you're Ukraine or the U.S.? And let's say they do get fucking trounced and the media starts to report on it. Um, well, the media will start reporting on it at some point. They, even they can't keep their... I mean, think about the Biden age and mental acuity thing. Eventually, even MSNBC and CNN started reporting on it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd say <clears throat> they've got two or three months to turn it around. And if they don't, then they're going to start getting hammered even by the left. And at that point, you're just going to have to fucking pull out. I mean, when I say pull out, I mean do what we should have done in the weeks before this all started, which is allow Russia to negotiate with Ukraine and not try to fucking start, not try to wedge ourselves in there. Because... Russia and Ukraine were getting ready to negotiate before any of this shit even started. And Germany and the United States said no. Yeah. And people are getting fed up with it, man. I saw the new polls for RFK Jr. He was, is it 19% now? And he's got no airtime whatsoever on any of the big boys yet. Uh, yeah, the only place I've seen to get airtime was on uh, uh, Sager. Sager and Crystal uh-huh. Ball, who I, she's just the worst. She's a corporatist media piece of shit just like I've said for years on this show. Terrible. Not a journalist, just some fucking dummy who's a leftist who like, 
lucked out and got hooked up with Sagar somehow in a previous show. And he was like, yeah, that's fine. I'll bring her over to my new show where I'm morally or I'm, I'm more or less objective about things, even though I have a position on stuff. But she's fucking terrible. All she did was talk over him and fucking, like, well, you're saying this, but here's the evidence. He goes, okay, show me the evidence then mm-hmm. that what I'm saying is untrue. She goes, yeah, it's evidence. Like, I, I, okay, cool, man. Why don't you shut the fuck up? I think she's lobbying for a bigger gig. That's my... She'll, she, I mean, Because Sagar doesn't really need her on the show. Uh, well, I mean, the purpose of the show was to have perspectives from both sides that are kind of... On like an unbiased, opinionated but unbiased look. I know that sounds contradictory, but it's like opinionated insofar as I'm a conservative and I feel these, I feel this way about stuff, and this is how we should solve these problems. Or I'm a liberal and I think we should solve problems this way. But we both agree, generally speaking, on what the problem is, and that is called epistemology. It's like the core facts that we all can agree upon. And this bitch lied through her fucking teeth about. COVID stuff, mask, vaccines. She's full of fucking shit. And she was wrong about everything. She either lied or she was wrong. Mm-hmm. And still to this day, her and everybody like her refuse to admit how fucking wrong they are. It was just luck or a coincidence that people like us were right the entire fucking time, right? Yeah. How, is it, how is it possible that 45% of the country was exactly right about literally everything? And that just, that's a coincidence. Oh, you guys just... Yeah, I mean, it's lucky. And now that you, you still see uh, people on CNN and MSCBC uh, reporting new stuff like, oh, it turns out masks don't work. Yeah. Fuck, man. Guess we got to try something else. Like, well, if you would have listened to us before, none of this shit would have happened. Well, all this all, and all the people that were banned, you know, back in the day, shit, including the pardon my American guys for doing the ivermectin story on this show. Um, all those people now, it's like, dude, you can say that shit now. Two years ago, you couldn't mm-hmm. say it and everything else. Um, yeah, it's it's a weird sitch because if you come out and say it, then the media makes everybody seem like they're fucking crazy. This person is crazy. This isn't true. Believe the science and everything else. <clears throat> and uh, yeah, I, I it's one of those things where everybody's just going to walk away from and then hope hope you forgot about what you said. Yeah, but no one is. No. Yeah, but and and she's she this woman uh, is an absolute imbecile. She always has been. I have no idea why the fuck he decided her of all people. Like, why not? Uh, 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 I mean, there's a, a huge list. Like, Batia Unger Sargon would have been a great person to do that show with him. And she, I think she's guest hosted on his previous show a little bit um, as well. But she would have been great to be on that show yeah. because she's actually smart. She she understands fucking rhetoric and politics and stuff. She's not just some fucking dummy leftist piece of shit <laughs> that continues to parrot the party line and pretending like she's objective. It's fucking pathetic. Yeah. And honestly, it's it's starting to reflect on Sagar that he maintains his working relationship with her because the way he's sitting there nodding as she's saying stuff that's demonstrably untrue to a guy who is very clearly uh, just getting walked over in the interview like that, I thought that was kind of sad, to be honest. It was, it was a bad moment for that show. Yeah. Yeah, I, I we'll see what happens. I think she's I, me personally. I think she's lobbying for another job. That's just that's my guess. That's my guess. Maybe. Um, and then what I was telling you about the McAfee thing. You know, his uh, his fans are not pleased at all that he's going to ESPN. Yeah, and now. he's like incredulous about it. Like I can't believe the fans are upset about me doing this. What the fuck are you talking about, dude? Are you fucking kidding me? After all the shit that's gone on in the corporate media over the past couple of years, you really thought that you could take your show that's independent and wildly popular because it's independent, right? And bring it on to ESPN, which everybody hates. 
and it's just going to be okay. Everybody's just going to be okay with that. They're one outlet for like a three hour fucking uh, 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 sports talk show during the day that really truly doesn't give a fuck. Yeah. Right. And you're just going to take that away from them. They're going to be okay and follow you to this fucking uh, China owned piece of shit. And like, he, what the fuck? He was man? making the bag too. I mean, he was I, making 30 million a year. The fuck? How much more money do you need? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, but I, the callers were calling in saying, fuck, 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 mm. over and over and over again. Cause they were, and he's like, why, why are you doing this? And he goes, oh, cause you're going to ESPN. So we're not going to be able to say this anymore. Mm. And he goes, well, they told us to tone down on the fucks. So not all. I was like, no, no, dude, you're going to be on fucking radio across that. You can't say fuck anymore. That's all gone. Say it on here, though. Who gives a shit? Uh, next up, Utah, turns out, is uh, the most gay state in the nation. Gay as fuck. Crazy. Although we knew that before. Now, because Pornhub publishes data every year. Yep. About, <clears throat> about searches. Um, Salt Lake and Park City are the two gayest, like, gay male cities mm-hmm. in the country. And then Oakland is the top lesbian I think. And then Minneapolis is close on that as well. Right. Now, this is closeted gay. I want to I wanna point this out here. Almost two decades of Google searches have revealed Utah to be the nation's most closeted state. Uh, Utah comes in the top spot, pun intended, for most searches for terms such as, am I gay? Am I a lesbian? Am I trans, according to the data collected between 2004 and 2023? You got 20 years worth of data there, so that's a lot. Conversely, the state uh, did not come in the top five states for residents searching how to come out in non-binary. Oklahoma and Vermont took uh, the top spot, respectively, uh, for Googling how to reveal your sexual preferences The Google Trends data was analyzed by the Cultural Currents Institute, which studies trends in public opinion. The findings also revealed searches relating to sexual and gender identity questions have went up about 1,300% since 2004 nationwide. Uh, And according to the CCI, the analysts suggest that Utah might be the most closeted state in America. I, I'm going to go ahead and confirm this. It definitely yes, is. Yes, it definitely yeah. is. We've been there a million times. Did you live there? Yeah. Yeah. Salt Lake, yeah. Yeah. I, dude, everybody Terrible. there. Uh, yeah, it's... Uh, and this tracks with... Um, Religion. Well, it tracks with testosterone. Okay. The, the, the overarching trend since the early 2000s tracks with testosterone. Um, so since... Between today and 20 years ago, there's about a 40% decrease in the average male's testosterone, right? And then uh, Bob sent me a study last week, which I've seen it before, but uh, just revisited it, that shows if you take uh, progressive or leftist and give the, and, and raise their testosterone levels, they become more conservative uh, by orders of magnitude the more testosterone's in their body. No shit. Of course. Huh? You never know. I always, I always put uh, conservatism in uh, against liberalism, just based on money, and uh, or in religion. Uh, maybe yeah, to some degree, but it's uh, like people. But, remember how people used to vote with their wallets, no yeah. matter what. Yep. Right. That's not the case anymore. I know. So it's it's mainly due to dudes not having any testosterone anymore. It's also why dudes can't look a woman in the eye and ask her on a fucking date. It's why our birth rates are declining. Um, you know. I, th- I thought for sure in 2020 that was going to be the deciding factor of, like, people are going to care about how much money they make. Uh, sure enough, you're right. I, they did not. They did not give a fuck. Yeah, and Utah's super gay. Yeah. But super, I, the, super fucking the, gay. The, 
the questions that they're sampling on here who the fuck goes to google and and types am i gay i'll tell you who the most innocent mormon possible i'm actually not even convinced that it's a closeted gay thing i think it might could be a bunch of mormon kids doing something innocuous but they're so dumb and mormon that they're like oh my god am i gay i have to ask google right now it's like am i gay if like i high-fived my friend too long Mm. like Mm. the hand lingered up at the high five am i i made eye contact from across the room too long and now my fucking wiener's moving or your 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 fingers interclasped with with theirs and then it was just like whoa yeah or like you you get a bad handshake right like they grab your fingers and and you're in sort of a bottom position nothing worse than that yeah and now he has to go google because he doesn't know any better yep he has to go google like am i gay and the answer is yes Kids, we got some sponsors to put this shit wagon on the air. First and foremost, ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros. 50% off the bundle package. That's the adjustable base and the mattress combined together into one. Yes, it is into one. It gets shipped in a box right to your house. You can drag it in your room, pop it up. It's super easy to use, including for dummies like myself. I put that fucking thing together in like five minutes. The mattress just pops right out of the box, and you're good to go in an hour, and you can be making love with your lady or man uh, in under an hour on that damn thing. Uh, It's great. Now, if you already have an adjustable base and you just want the mattress, you're going to get 40% off with the promo code DRINKINGBROS at checkout, plus two free luxury pillows. Um, And that's including all the big dogs. I know they got the new mattresses out there. They got the new Venus Williams mattress out They got the 3D Matrix mattress. All of it is 40% off, and you're getting two free luxury pillows there uh, with the promo code DRINKINGBROS at checkout. But you can also throw in sheets, uh, the weighted blanket, the cover. Whatever you can think of, whatever your heart desires, fill up the cart as high as it'll go, and you're going to get 40% off the promo code DRINKINGBROS at checkout. Now, when you do check out, you're going to see a little box down there. Uh, that's the 36-month pay-as-you-go program, as long as you have decent credit over there. And when you check that box, all the deals that I mentioned are applicable with that. And that is a monster savings that is spread out over three years in payments. Super fucking easy to get a brand new bedroom set today at ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros. Next up, we got Babble. Babble.com slash drinking bros. If you have an upcoming summer trip abroad, my go-to travel hack is Babble. Whether you're a seasoned traveler or embarking on your first adventure, communication is key to fully experiencing a new culture. That's where Babble comes in. Babbel is the language learning app that sold more than 10 million subscriptions Thanks to Babbel's addictively fun and easy bite-sized language lessons, there's still time to learn a new language before you reach your destination. Uh, D'Anthony's been doing Spanish. Uh, Dakota was doing German back in the day. With Babbel, you only need 10 minutes to complete a lesson so you can start having real-life conversations in as little as three weeks. Babbel's expertly crafted lessons are built around real life. You learn how to have practical conversations about travel, relationships, business, and more. While other language learning apps are using AI for their lesson plans. Boo! Babbel's lessons were created by over 150 language experts and voiced by real native uh, speakers, not computers. So you're not going to hear some weird computer-generated voice. Their teaching method has been scientifically proven to be effective. With Babbel, you can choose from 14 different languages, plus... 
Babbel's speech recognition technology helps you improve your pronunciation and accents. There are so many ways to learn with Babbel. In addition to lessons, you can also access podcasts, games, videos, stories, and even live classes. Plus, it comes with a 20-day money-back guarantee. Start your new language learning journey today with Babbel. Right now, get up to 55% off your subscription when you go to babbel.com slash drinking bros. It's babbel.com slash drinking bros for up to 55% off your subscription. Babbel, a language for life. Next up, D'Anthony, we got firstform.com slash drinking bros. Taking these micro factors every single day over there. Best in the biz, man. Tiny little pouch, got antioxidants, uh, EFAs, it's got the fruits and veggies, Coke the multivitamins. Yeah. It's got it all. It's got it all. It's even got a little probiotic pill in there that'll make sure your gut health is good. That's really important. People overlook that stuff. It is. Uh, and especially when you're in your 30s, your early 30s like myself, that's when you start paying attention to it. Oh, that's that's just what you're saying is not correct. It is correct. No. And that's why my skin looks vibrant. I look like a, an amazing, fit young man who could have been taken to Epstein Island at some point. I had someone compliment my skin over the weekend and i'm like yeah it's from never smiling <laughs> like wow you just don't have any wrinkles i'm like yeah because my face doesn't work properly you don't have any creases dude. Yeah. you're good to go that's true though actually yeah. you don't have any crow's feet or anything yeah all you got to do is be a miserable piece of shit your whole life and then you're good imagine that yeah who knew who knew uh first form though best in the biz go to firstform.com slash drinking bros check out everything they got over there they've got a uh, great apparel they have uh, probably my new favorite energy drinks that I have. I get that blue Raz all the time and the green one that tastes like Mountain Dew. Uh, and it's just color-coded into colors, too, which is, is great for somebody dumb like myself. Uh, the protein sticks are amazing. The breakfast sausage is my favorite. Bob gets that jalapeno one. He's a big fan of that. And uh, they've got every supplement you can think of under the planet. What's this one? Well, they got a, they they have a new one too. It's Cajun flavor. It just came out. I think two weeks ago. It's I just had one. Oh no! Five shit. weeks ago, it's really good. I have not had the Cajun I think, one. And I don't know that you could ever make one better than the breakfast sausage. To be honest, that's the best meat stick or piece of jerky or whatever I think I've ever had in my life. The flavor's so good on it, but the Cajun's pretty good too. It's awesome. Uh, but check out the Opti Greens, uh, the fifty as well over there. Anything you could think of that was at GNC and yeah. all the shit that you need on a daily basis, you can now get from firstform.com slash drinking bros. Well, here's why that's important. So the greens and reds especially, but more, even more so the greens, for a 200-pound man with, uh, who is any way, in any way active, you need to eat about 28 servings of green vegetables a day to get the nutrients out of it that you need. Mm-hmm. Now, nobody's doing that. You're not going to do it. Nobody's got time to sit around and eat all day except for the rock. Right. You know what I mean? So you use these supplements, and it fucking helps you. It makes you feel better. It's great. Um, best in the biz. We're lucky to have them. Again, free shipping over there at firstform.com slash drinking bros. Head on over to firstform.com slash drinking bros. Free shipping on orders over $75 there. And uh, l- literally, you can replace all that bullshit in your pantry, dude, uh, from GNC, the shit that doesn't really work that well, and, and replace it with firstform.com slash drinking bros. Sponsor-wise, does it get any better than HelloFresh? Hello! HelloFresh! I see you! I've been eating them with my wife for, man, I want to say three to four years now. 
Uh, we have it Monday through Thursday, maybe Friday, depending upon what the kids want to do. But it is the freshest ingredients you can get delivered right to your doorstep. Uh, and it's even cold. It's even chilled for you. So you can pop it right out of the box and into the fridge. Look, kids, uh, if you're like me and you're going to the grocery store a few times a week and you're noticing that bill creeping up into triple digits, it's because you're trying to buy fresh food for your family. It's not sweet. However, HelloFresh makes it a lot easier by doing it for you. These are fresh meals with unbelievably fresh ingredients that get shipped right to your house with a little tiny card that tells you how to cook it. Uh, Some meals you can even do in like 15 minutes. Some of the steaks a little longer, but uh, I'm not kidding, kids. I've had it Monday through Thursday or Friday for pretty much the last three or four years of my life. I'm a gigantic fan of them, but I never got a savings like this. Uh, This is HelloFresh.com slash DrinkingBros16. Or you use the code DRINKINGBROS16 for 16 free meals plus free shipping. I'm going to say that one more time because you're getting 16 free meals here. Nobody can offer you that. Not in podcasts and certainly not in life. How they're doing it, I'm not sure. But good on them. I love the food. It's the best in the biz. And right now you can get 16 free meals by going to HelloFresh.com slash DrinkingBros16 and use the code DrinkingBros16 for 16 free meals plus free shipping. Gigantic fan of these guys. There's a reason why HelloFresh's tagline is America's number one meal kit. It's because they are. If saving more and spending less is one of your top goals for 2023, why are you still paying insane amounts of money every month for your phone bill? Switching to Mint Mobile is the easiest way to save this year as the first company to sell premium wireless service online only. Mint Mobile lets you order from home and save you a ton with phone plans starting at just $15 a month. I saw the commercials with Ryan Reynolds, and I was like, I'll give it a go. My service sucks here anyways with AT&T, so I switched. It's been pretty easy over there. For people looking for extra savings this year, Mint Mobile offers premium wireless for just 15 bucks a month. By going online only and eliminating the traditional cost of retail, Mint Mobile passes significant savings to you. All plans come with unlimited talk and text plus high-speed data delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. Use your own phone with any Mint Mobile plan and switch easily in minutes with eSIM. Switch to Mint Mobile and get premium wireless service starting at just 15 bucks a month. To get your new wireless service plan for just 15 bucks a month and get the plan shipped to your door for free, go to mintmobile.com slash drinking bros. That is mintmobile.com slash drinking bros. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash drinking bros. Every time I've uh, mishook someone's hand like that, I ended up sucking their dick. Yeah. Uh, I was al- I was already like, oh, fuck. I'm sorry, dude. I, I, I'll give you a blow. There's only one way to make up for it, and that's to suck their dick right there on the it spot. It is. And it's like, it's because it's you know what it is. It's it's right where the, the knuckles are right there. You kind of get the fingers, and you don't get the rest of the hand. You're like, 
Shit, now I gotta suck your fucking dick. I mean, you've at least got a curtsy after that. Yeah, I, I do every yeah. time where I'm just like, oh, sorry, that was now, a little lady handshake from a little tiny lady. Who's for lesbians, um, <clears throat> Connecticut, Kentucky, Washington, and Colorado were the top five. Um, and then th- this where, is where at again? For Am I Lesbian? Con- okay. Connecticut, Kentucky, Washington, and Colorado um, are, are Connecticut, for huh? the top five. Connecticut's yeah. cold. Those scissors are going to be dull up there. I, it's just—it's a lot of flannel states. Yeah. I, well, Kentucky's the only outlier, but I guess out in, in the hollers, you know what I mean. Um, so I don't know. Uh, uh, you know, uh, a lack of testosterone, high testosterone males will probably make you a lesbo. I, I would think. Yeah, and you then, get a lot of like Renee Zellweger from Cold Mountain yeah. coming in from the. Then the for hills trannies, well. it's uh, Kentucky. Second time on the list. Not good for Kentucky. Uh, Kentucky, Colorado, Michigan, and Washington. Huh. So, Mi- uh, yeah, yeah, Michigan, it's cold. You're kind of looking for a warm body. It's weird you brought up Zellweger, though, because uh, she was the one who caught Kenny Chesney, her husband, uh, uh, allegedly. Banging a dude? Yeah, and they, the, they got divorced after one day of marriage. So something fucked up happened there with Kenny Chesney. I like that. Yeah, so do I. Um, but, yeah, that's not, that one's not a shocking one, actually, for the, for the Mormons up there. Uh, next up, we did a little oopsie. Uh, some 60,000 pounds of ammonium nitrates, a chemical used as both fertilizer and a component in explosives, went missing as it was shipped by rail from Wyoming to California last month, prompting four separate investigations. A rail car loaded with 30 tons of the chemical left uh, Cheyenne, <laughs> Wyoming on April 12th. And the car was found to be empty after it arrived two weeks later. No shit. At a stop in the Mojave Desert. What happened here? Did 30 tons. Shit? How do you get 30 tons off of that? 30 tons. Tons. That's Holy 30 shit. times 2,000. That's 60,000 pounds of ammonium nitrate. Just God. I wouldn't even want to touch it. I mean, hold your breath. Yeah. Stay out of federal buildings for sure, right? Fuck. Because, uh, you know, it's coming. So no. where did it go? And uh, here's, my, here's my theory. I'm a, I assume that the FBI took it, and they're going to run a bunch of false flag operations, probably. That'd be my guess. No shit. Yeah. I mean, who, no, no, no normal human being would fucking be able to do this. No. You know, it would take 60,000 pounds. Uh, of ammonium uh, nitrate. It, it, and how do you transport it? And they didn't steal the car. They took it out of it, right? Right. The, the rail car. They took it out of the rail car. So somebody's out there with fucking dollies or forklifts or something removing this shit and putting it into something else that's that large to be able to carry it away from there. God you damn. think You think some fucking redneck did this shit? Are you fucking kidding me? No. So when this stuff starts showing up in Michigan and Oklahoma and shit like that, I don't believe it. It's not real. It's not real. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I mean, that, that, <laughs> it just the... Just the transportation of it. It's too much. They said, so Dino Noble, the company, says that they believe that it fell from the car on the way to the rail siding, which is a short track connecting with the main track. Um, And uh, this place called Saltdale, about 30 minutes from the Mojave. Um, And uh, let's see, quote, the rail car was sealed when it left Cheyenne facility and the seals were still intact. When it arrived in Saltdale, the initial assessment is that a leak through the bottom gate on the rail car may have developed in transit. So they're saying that a little hole sprung in and it just like all nope. 
60,000 pounds? It would have blown up the fucking train. Well, no, it's it's pretty stable until you add like diesel or something like that. You can look it up on the internet how to build a bomb like that. I would not recommend it though because the FBI will show up to your home. Yeah, definitely um, don't do that. Um, but yeah, there's God it, this is hard to believe, you know? A lot of things are hard to believe these days. This this one's impossible. I even just sparking the fucking thing like along the way it wouldn't have hit something diesel or a spark or something like there's no way. I mean, you should be able to if 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 it's it's a hopper car, right? So there's like at the top there would be a a, a place to dump it into. Yeah, I would imagine. Yeah, but <clears throat> if it if if what they're saying is true and it just sprung a leak somewhere, you would be able to look down the middle of the track and see sixty thousand. I mean, sixty thousand pounds. That's a lot. I don't know how long this trek is. But however long it is, there would be a trail of ammonium nitrate. You could just go fucking look with your eyeballs and see that that's the case and not speculate. This is wild, dude. What do you think they're going to blow up? Uh, abortion clinics, probably. Federal buildings. That's what uh, the government usually does. When they're trying to make it look like ordinary citizens did it, I mean. I think going to like uh, Stone Mountain in Georgia or uh, what's the one in South Dakota? Oh, no. That Well, uh the uh, uh, Mount, Mount Rushmore. Rushmore. Yeah, I, th- I think if you blew off, you know, j- the George Washington head because he owns slaves. I think that would be a fun use. No, they'll it. do they'll do something to make it look like conservatives did it. They're not going to fucking attack conservative shit. Okay. <laughs> was there a Democrat on there? Was FDR in there? No, there were no Democrats on Mount Rushmore. Really? Oh, but the, Teddy Roosevelt technically was a progressive. Okay, but that meaning that that's changed meaning quite a bit between yeah. now and then. Eh, just a tad. Just a tad. Uh, Next up, more FBI bullshit. Officials at the FBI improperly searched a foreign intelligence database uh, as they investigated suspects in the January 6th Capitol riots and more than 100 people arrested in the aftermath uh, of the murder of George Floyd in June 2020, according to declassified court opinions released Friday by the Office of the Director of National Intelligence. One FBI analyst also looked up information on more than 19,000 donors. 19,000. To, to a congressional candidate Holy whose campaign shit. was, in the view of the analysts, a possible target of foreign influence. But a subsequent review found only eight of the individuals had potential foreign links, according to the documents. Uh, officials who briefed reporters on Friday said the candidate who was running against an incumbent was ultimately not elected to Congress. Congress? All this money was coming for uh, somebody in Congress? Well, that's four one-thousandth of a percent of the people he uh, reviewed were connected to some foreign entity of some sort. So, you know, okay, Hall of Fame numbers there. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> uh, this one seems wild to me. They're not saying who it is? Uh, no, I don't think any names have come out yet, no. But uh, essentially... So during during scrapes for foreign intelligence, they found a bunch of intelligence on American citizens, and they're not supposed to be able to look at that unless it's germane to that specific case. This guy used it to pick one particular congressional candidate who lost, by the way, a Republican who lost, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, investigated 19,000 of their donors for no fucking reason, right? I mean, you say, I say for no reason, but the reason is obvious, to, to try to fucking leverage against them and intimidate them. The FBI is a Democratic Party asset at this point. Yeah. 
Yeah, this is why I wish we knew who it was. Um, because the other part about this is you look at it like a George Santos. If you're willing to do this against some candidate who didn't even win, and we don't even know who they are, mm-hmm. you know, tell me you didn't know anything about George Santos down in, down in Brazil fucking painting himself up like a little lady. That's, that just seems fucking hokey to me. I wish I lived in his district because I would absolutely vote for him. Again? Oh, Fuck yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he's even, I would vote even harder this time. I would be out on the campaign trail like, please vote for him. Like, this politics is so boring now. Can we have one fucking, like, literal psychopath in the office, please? I know. I, I would vote for Santos if he was down Fuck here. Yeah. yeah. This is all a fucking joke anyway. So. It is. And at this point, who gives a shit? Who actually gives a fuck? Uh, so, but the, in, in this case, yeah, it's like uh, <clears throat> the ACLU says today's disclosures underscore the need for Congress to rein in the FBI's egregious uh, uh, abuses of this law. Uh, that's uh, the 702 database. So, like Section 702 of the of the FISA Act is uh, essentially collecting all this fucking international intelligence that has um, the information of. Uh, domestic American citizens on it, and they're not supposed to be. The, the law says they're not supposed to be able to review that stuff, yeah, without a warrant, right? But they're doing it anyways. Um, <clears throat> it seems like story after story after story we do on this fucking shows, dude. It's it's always the FBI doing something illegal, mm-hmm. and then they get caught, and nothing ever happens. Well, so <laughs> it's funny. Uh, uh, Connecticut Democrat Jim Hines, Himes, or whatever, however you say his name. Uh, he's the ranking member of the House Intelligence Committee. He said the FBI's efforts had already reduced uh, compliance incidents, um, but that was, quote, crystal clear from our committee's oversight that additional changes are required to ensure the FBI and other agencies are faithful stewards of this powerful and irreplaceable national security tool. So this is a Democrat essentially saying what an athletic director at a college would say if they got caught with recruiting violations. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, we'll handle it. Don't worry yeah. about it. And we've already made some progress, too. Now, these people are spying on American citizens without warrants. That's what's really happening. And the fucking ranking member of the House Intelligence Committee is here fucking defending them. All of these people should be rounded up and launched into the fucking ocean, right? Yeah, man, this is wild. This is, yeah, you're, it's, it's exactly like sitting out the Meineke car care bowl where it's like, hey, yeah. we're going <clears> to <throat> sit out bowl season this year. Yeah. Oh, cool, man. You weren't up for a title anyway. So. Yeah, and then, and then it gets worse with this next story where this is where government authoritarianism turns into literal fascism, which is when you start including corporate America, mm-hmm. right? Bank of America's fucked. And we're uh, gonna- this story I don't know about. Uh, North Carolina Republican Dan Bishop, I know Dan actually, um, said this week that the Bank of America uh, provided the FBI with private financial information about anyone who is in Washington, D.C. from January 5th to January 7th of 2021. What happened between that time period. I'm trying to think. Oh, January 6th. Mm. Shit. That's between five and seven. Bishop, uh, a member of the Judiciary uh, Select Subcommittee on uh, the Weaponization of Federal Governments. I can't believe that's an actual thing now. Uh, said the federal government governments had widely victimized Americans through widespread surveillance, even those not accused of any wrongdoing on January 6th. Bank of America gave a list to the FBI of anyone who used uh, Bank of America credit uh, debit cards in the D.C. area between uh, January 5th and 7th in 2021, regardless of whether they participated in the events of January 6th, he said on Twitter uh, during remarks 
at a hearing of the committee on Thursday. The North Carolina Republican referenced whistleblower testimony that the bank had voluntarily turned over credit card transactions for anyone who was in the D.C. area around January 6th. So not a warrant. The FBI or the Department of Justice or nobody else got a warrant and said, we want to see this information. They called Bank of America and said, hey, we want every piece of information on anybody who used a Bank of America, a credit or debit card in the D.C. area during these three days and just give it to us. Uh And they gave it to the FBI, right? Like, this is a huge fucking scandal. This All is, of it is though. I shit. Well, I mean, we can say this story now, right? I, it's it's enough time has passed. I, I think. Um, remember, Black Rifle was going through this shit. Uh, homeboy ended up on the cover of Time. Oh yeah, with the zip ties, and he was. It just happened to be wearing a Black Rifle Some coffee knucklehead yeah. hat. And in, in all the banks, I think it was a Saturday, right? Um, and they threatened Evan and everybody mm-hmm. else that they were going to pull all their bank accounts and freeze their accounts and all this other shit. And they had to constantly explain. We look. We had nothing to do with this or any. You know. Uh, anybody who was there just wearing a, a fucking hat of a piece of merch for Christ's sakes. So this isn't that shocking to me, um, actually. And I don't know where to go from here. Because what we're down to like, what, <clears throat> what four banks now at this point? Wells Fargo, Bank of America, JP Morgan, and then who else? Because all these other smaller banks are going to get eaten up. Yeah. I mean uh, JP, they're all struggling. JP Morgan is the only one that hasn't that doesn't have a long track record of working with the federal government. On stuff like this okay uh well i guess wells fargo doesn't necessarily either but they're that's a much smaller institution jp morgan so, is the largest bank in the world now. so yeah the two banks you just mentioned are um one the epstein bank we talked about earlier mm-hmm. yep and then wells fargo who just got busted um stealing money from all their customers oh that's right shit i was in that <laughs> um yeah i got a five dollar check from i wells did fargo. too yeah, I, yeah that was <laughs> fuck dude that's right yeah. but that's like the second time in 15 years they've had to do that yeah yeah yeah, we were in uh, Wilmington, North Carolina, and, I, and I'll never forget that. I was like, hey, what about these fees? Uh, and then there was that huge scandal, and then now, what, what is it, five years, six years later, we got a check for $5 in the mail? Hey, yeah. the congratulations. Important, the important thing is that like a couple lawyers made millions of dollars off of this. They sure did. They sure did. And then the hoops you have to jump through to get the $5 back, you had to fill out a form and something else and blah, 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 and I was just like, I, I'm all good on this. When somebody was like, sir, we can help you facilitate this. And I was like, I bet you can. Um, yeah, this is this. all oh, by the way, this, this is fucked. All this information comes from another FBI whistleblower. Um, <clears throat> so where are they? And, and are they going to testify? Because I, I read something over the weekend. That's, they already did. Okay, they did. Yeah, they um, testified last week. Was and, it the guys in the Hunter Biden case that went missing? I think uh, it was like seven or eight of them that are, have just vanished. I saw three guys there. on stage at the same time, and they were talking about a lot of stuff. Okay. Um, this being one of them. Um, and then one of the, uh, one of the FBI agents that's, uh, that was a whistleblower before in a previous case, um, Kyle Seraph, and he, we're, we're going to have him on the show soon. He lives in Leander over here. So yep. just, he and I have been going back and forth on when he can come down here and do the show and shit, but he'll have a lot more insight into a lot of the stuff that's going on and how there's been external pressure inside the DOJ to target certain people and to not target other people, essentially. Yeah, we were tagged with him on a Twitter post. Is that Mm -hmm. where... uh, I think we talked about him on the show. Yeah, I talked about him on the show and then he uh, fucking... Reached out? Yeah, hit me up. That's cool. Um, But yeah, with with all of this shit, I'm, I'm not surprised anymore. What I am surprised of is, go back to the Hunter Biden thing, if you can find... 
all the fucking transactions that were going on in D.C., for Christ's sakes, for three days, which is a lot. Tell me you can't find out the 10 wires that were sent to fucking China and Ukraine from Hunter Biden's shit. I mean, that's the, that's the, that's the easiest shit of all time. Yeah, I mean, no, you're just searching a database with a filter. Yes. It's literally that easy. And in audits, you know, again, I've said this multiple times in this fucking show, but uh, I've, been, I've gone through it twice. It's about six months. It would be that easy for his if you really wanted to crack the fucking case here. Um, but nobody cares. So, yeah, we're, we're all controlled by all this other shit, and that's kind of it. Um, but, yeah, I'm not shocked by this. Dan Bishop, though, set a brass on this guy. What do he say here? Uh, they're rotten to the core. It's far past time to cut their budget and institute significant reforms. The weaponization of the federal government must end. Well, you know, get a fucking candidate there and, and get him out. Nuke it all if you want to. Um, but we'll see what happens here. Uh, next up, the Vet Hotel hoax. The story we ran last week about hotels in upstate New York throwing out homeless veterans to make room for migrants bust from New York City turned out to be false, uh, by the way, according to mm. a local news outlet. Yeah, this woman uh, is a lunatic. The woman, Tony, or whatever her name is, mm -hmm. that's running this alleged charity, which everybody, she fucked up because now everybody's investigating her and it turns out her whole shit is bullshit. Um, including her military service record, where Great. she claimed she had a purple heart, but the military has no record of that. Now, that doesn't happen, just to be clear, <laughs> because a purple heart, I believe, has to get signed off on by a lieutenant colonel or higher, typically. So there's, a pa there's always a paper trail for shit like that. Um, <clears throat> so essentially, um, she paid people, she paid homeless people to pretend to be veterans that's the story. Oh, God. And then fucking talk to the press and say that they were being kicked out of places and stuff like that. Uh, Bob, <sighs> can you pull up this article? <laughs> because when you see the woman, it doesn't, it, it's just not surprising at all. Yeah, let's take a peek, Cezanne, here. Because this story was everywhere when we covered this. I want to see what this bitch looks like. Oh, Wanathan, oh. Wanathan's saying uh, the DOD also lost his Medal of Honor citation. So, you know, shit happens, right? Yeah. Yeah, of course. Course. It happens all the time. Yeah, look at her. Oh boy. Okay. He hero of the battle right here. Hero of the fucking battle with her purple heart. Like this motherfucker probably didn't even serve in the military. No, she definitely didn't. And she probably like it was either this or BLM for her, and somebody already did that scam. So she had to do this scam. She had to do another and there's scam. A, I'm telling you, there are so many fucking scammers in the veteran charity space. I get so Tons. many people like, oh fucking donate to this charity. I'm like, no, nah, I'm not donating shit. Yeah. Fuck them. Uh, everybody who hits us up on this show, we, we go through Dan or Jared or somebody else, uh, and you guys will vet them. And the surprising thing is, like Dan said, there is so many fucking scams that, I mean, I remember, I remember the list when we first started this show of like who the charities you know we could say to give to or donate to. It was like five, five or six. Um, and the ones you guys really hated back in the day was Wounded Warrior, but they might have cleaned up their shit. I don't care if they did or not. Okay. Because there, um, they were running of, those commercials on Fox every fucking night with Toby a, Keith. There's a lot of good veteran charities out there that are legit. All Secure Foundation with Tom Satterley and his wife. Obviously, Independence Fund and all the stuff they do, Operation Resilience and all that shit with Sarah. Um, uh, 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 Warrior Boot Heart. Boot Campaign. Boot Campaign, Warrior Heart, both here in Texas. There's, there's and a, our, there's our buddies in D.C., uh, 
veterans. Which one do we do with uh, veteran success group? Yes, yeah. yes, yeah. For business, like trying to get back into the business world, that's a good one as well. Mm-hmm. There's there's tons of good ones out there. There's no reason to fucking just take a flyer on a potentially good veteran organization at this point. Yeah. Um, and the, the ones we named again, you know, I think it's about seven that we know of, uh, those have been vetted. So if you're looking to, to do something or help out, I mean, if you want to donate to fine. a real veteran charity, just send me 50 bucks. Dan is a, is a charity and case. I will buy $50 worth of drugs and yep. do them right in front of you. Yeah, you sure will. You sure and, will. uh, you know, I feel like I'm a value add to the veteran community and you're making me happy. That's technically a charity, right? There's yeah. got to be something in there where we can do this. I don't know. Well, because before you do drugs, you are pretty depressed. And then after you do drugs, you're very happy. Yeah. And that's like, that's nice, yeah. you know? So, yeah, send Dan $50. And, and uh, yeah, Mighty Oaks is good too. Mighty Oaks Foundation. Okay. They grow trees. Oh, really? No. They should. No, it's. Uh, That'd be great. It's good. It's yeah. just a nice, a nice, sweet tree foundation. Uh, next up. Gorsuch fucking rips COVID measures. Supreme Court got rid of a pandemic-related immigration case with a single sentence. Uh, Justice Neil Gorsuch uh, had a lot more to say, leveling harsh criticism of how governments from small towns uh, to the nation's capital responded to the gravest public health threat in a century. The justice, a 55-year-old conservative, Uh, called emergency measures taking during the COVID-19 crisis that killed more than 1 million Americans, perhaps the greatest intrusions of uh, civil liberties in the peacetime history of this country. He pointed to orders. There we go, Ross. I knew it, dude. The Monday would catch up to me eventually. Uh, He pointed to orders closing schools, restricting church services, mandating vaccines, and prohibiting evictions. His broadside was aimed at local, states, and federal officials, even his own colleagues. Um, what was this one in particular about? <laughs> Title 42? Uh, yeah, he's talking about, well, the thing that ended was Title 42. That's, that's what they're... Uh, but the, it was based on, at first, the COVID restrictions, and that's why they didn't let people over the border. Correct, and everything yeah, else. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So he, I mean, <clears throat> the, the, the group opined about Title 42 specifically, but then in his eight-page statement, it's just like kind of, and you can read it, you can find it on Twitter, it's pretty easy to find, to search for Gorsuch on uh, G-O-R-S-U-C-H. He said, one lesson might be this, fear and desire for safety are powerful forces that can lead to a clamor for action, almost any action, as long as someone does something to address a perceived threat. A leader or expert who claims he can fix everything, if only we do exactly as he says, uh, can prove an irresistible force, right? I mean, that's how, that's Hitler, right? Not to call what happened during COVID Hitler-esque, but that is how power vacuums are turned into fucking authoritarian regimes. That's how it works, right? Um, <clears throat> he goes on to say, the concentration of power in the hands of so few may be efficient and sometimes popular, but it does not tend towards sound government, um, which is also correct. That's why we have a system called federalism, and not a democracy as people in the left and right now are want to say. We don't live in a fucking democracy. We live under a system of federalism and a republic. And, uh, you know, anybody that says, that uses the phrase our democracy, you should summarily dismiss anything they say after that because that person is a moron. They're, you rank them right near people that have fucking pronouns in their bio and listening to nothing further that they say. Uh, with, with this in particular, why has there been so many decisions in a row like this because uh, I read another one over the weekend uh, 
that was interesting for me and like as far as like creativity and things like that uh how do they pop these off so many in a row is there is there dates that they have to turn these in by not necessarily there's a season i guess right that where they give a where they issue opinions and stuff like that um but you know it's not they, they work year round so it, it's just I, I don't bob do you know anything about this i don't know why they chose the may to july time period to issue all these decisions maybe there's some historical precedent for I, it or something i don't know much about the supreme court yeah because it, it's weird to me that i mean they're all over the map by the way i mean they're they're the weirdest things ever from covid to the one that i read over the weekend if you can pull uh this one up bob it's uh type in andy warhol uh prince um, there was a, a series of portraits that Andy Warhol made of Prince oh, in the Prince, 19- the, Okay, I didn't know Prince, if you meant Prince, uh, Prince. the dead singer. Yeah, I didn't know if you meant Prince like an artist. No, Prince. no. Well, no, you the artist formerly known you don't, as Prince. You don't know he's dead. We don't know he's dead. And I, and I like to believe in my, in my heart that he's still alive. But okay, uh, so this is about fair use. Fair use, yeah. So pop up the pictures if you can and go side by side there. Yep, that one's it right there. Um, so we do this all the time, you know, with, with media and everything else where, uh, it's the fair use act where if you change a certain element of a picture, it then becomes fair use or parody or everything else. I did not agree with the fucking decision on this one whatsoever. Uh, so if you look at these, Bob, you can pop those photos up right there. Um, if you look at these, uh, it's just, you know, different variations, paintings of prints, right? What happened was, is uh, there was a, an original photograph used, Bob, if you can cut back and find the side-by-side, there you go, and pop that on screen. So, Dan, that was the original photograph right there on the left that somebody had taken on the right was the, the famous you know, cover of uh, a magazine that Warhol did. I think it was for The New Yorker maybe back in the day. And then the paintings ended up selling for a gajillion dollars. Now, they ruled right after this decision here on this thing, which the two are completely unrelated, that Warhol, uh, that, that it was not fair use and that uh, this woman should get fucking royalties for taking a picture of Prince, although he painted a completely different version of this. And uh, to me, uh, the reason why this was important was that this one decision now is going to set the tone, I think, for AI. Yeah. And I think you're fucked. Yeah, going kind, on forward now. It's kind of silly because... Uh, They're nowhere near close to each other. Well, not even even beyond that. It was a that. 7-2 ruling, by the way. I know, it wasn't even close. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, well, yeah. all art is inspired by other... No, nobody fucking grew up in a fucking cave and never saw any art anywhere. Even the first pieces of art, cave drawings that we have they were looking at a human being and drawn should so if i if i see a human now how far is this going to go right if That's i see a I'm person wondering. out in public and take a picture of them or they're in my f- shot somewhere mm-hmm. and then i transform that into some piece of art is every motherfucker plus the businesses in the background entitled to a piece of my work at this point like what where is well, the creative license isn't this, exactly isn't this kind of like i mean because you can't do this with music right sure you can you can sample well, you, well you, you, can, you have to pay them, though, if you right. sample. But w- yeah, with this... Just, you can't just take, like, what's a good one, um, like a recent one that... Uh, but this is a painting of baby. a picture, but it's completely different. I mean, he's got a purple face in this one, obviously, in real life. Yeah, but uh, you can say a, the same thing. It's like, no, 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 no. I t- yeah, I took it. I based it on your... I sped it up. I sped up your beat. Well, it, the, the, the rule used to be 60%, right? That is not the case anymore. And, I mean, it's clearly more than 60% there that he's changed of this. And it is a painting of this. 
um, to me, with AI and faces in particular now, all these photographs are going to be fed into you know whatever system it is and then spit back out. Somebody's going to sue f- eventually. I, I, a bunch of people are probably going to sue uh, for the use of all of this shit. I mean, Delco, what's the site that you use that we spit out the O.J. Simpson one with the Mexican family for Cinco de Mayo? Oh, Mid Journey? Yes. Yeah, it's through Discord, though. Okay, so... But it, that came from someplace, somewhere. I'm assuming that's a real Mexican family, right? No. Just they're, they're, those people are completely made up, and they're, they don't exist in this world. It's, yeah. it's an amalgamation. Yep. Okay. Um, because I saw one with Donald Trump, I think, last night on Twitter. That was pretty funny. It was like him and an American flag and all this other shit. But like, they obviously got that picture from somewhere. This this is gonna I, the lawsuits out of this AI bullshit are gonna be endless. I think. Yeah. In my opinion, once this really starts getting big here. Uh, it so. just seems silly to me. I mean, Same. who exactly, who's the victim exactly in this? Um, this is how art has always been. Yeah. Like somebody listens to something and, and, and folds it into their broader piece of work, whether it's music or something else, and it becomes something new, right? Mm-hmm. That's that's how art evolves over time. This is going to fucking – look, we're just – we're already sterilizing things anyways. It's like the uh, people call it the death of design. Yeah. Where if you go into, uh, like it used to be that if you went to an American city, there were very unique things about that city. Architecturally, specifically, that's, that's usually the case. Now it's not the case. Every building looks the same. If you've seen these like apartment complexes going up everywhere with like the four colors on them, it's the same thing all because we travel. Oh all yeah, over the yeah, country. yeah. It's yeah. the same goddamn building all over the country. Now. Live, work, play, and there's yeah. a fucking gym underneath fucking and some sucks, smoothie man. shop. It like, sucks. I want to go to San Francisco and see trolleys, and I want to see old school fucking turn of the century, turn of the twentieth century, post nineteen oh five earthquake architecture and shit like that. That's yeah. what I want to see. The Full House house. That's what I want to yeah. see. And that shit is going to go away. Yeah. Fucking sucks, man. It sucks. But, like, I'm going to take off my shoe here for a second here. Take these fucking uh, Adidas, um, these Ultra Boost shoes. This material, this mesh material, was invented by Kanye. Now, every fucking shoe on the planet uses that same material. New Balance, Nike, everything else. He can't sue for that, though. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and Adidas can't sue for that. So what the fuck are we doing with this? And uh, this is only going to get worse it was a terrible decision on that one and uh again i don't know what the season is but they're pumping out these things left and right uh so watch out for them because there is some super interesting cases that get taken to the supreme court um i just they're not always right now you can't overturn this and have fun with ai here in a couple of years uh next up ncaa and <laughs> close ross naacp there we go there we go ross uh, is telling you not to go to Florida. They are warning you not to go to Florida. They issued a travel advisory on Saturday in response to Governor Ron DeSantis' attempts to ban books, uh, reject advanced placement African-American studies course, and restrict diversity, equity, and inclusion programs in Florida colleges. The advisory was proposed by the board of directors in April during the Florida Chapters Conference in Orlando. Florida is openly hostile toward African Americans, people of color, and LGBTQ plus individuals. 
The advisory says, before traveling to Florida, please understand that the state of Florida devalues and marginalizes the contributions of and the challenges faced by African Americans and other communities of color. What? <clears throat> what the fuck? I mean, is this is this real? Yeah. Yeah. Half the goddamn state's Latino. Uh, should we know that Leon Russell, the chair of the NAACP, lives in Tampa, Florida? We'll be there next week. Hey, Leon, you can come grab beers with us. So, so do multiple people on their board of directors, by the way. So the chairman of the NAACP lives in Tampa. Uh-huh. And multiple directors also live in Florida. But it's hostile. The organization exists primarily in Florida. Oh, God, In D.C. Dude. And somehow it's like, so they're basing this off the fact that um, – there's a couple of books in particular uh, that have been removed from public libraries that promote critical race theory, which is poisonous bullshit. Um, and then there was an AP African-American studies course that was also rejected, not by DeSantis, but by the state board because of the law that pro- prohibits CRT being taught in classrooms. Yeah. I don't know, man. I feel like uh, Florida's pretty good. Yeah, for black folk. I mean, I haven't for heard, everyone. I haven't heard anything to the contrary from any black human being that I know, and I I know at least four. <laughs> four that live there. Four of the good ones. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Obviously um, the good ones. But yeah, half the states fucking Cuban, Latino, whatever you want to call it. Uh, the the whites there are mostly old. You know, it's a bunch of old whites there. It's not a, a lot of young whites. Well, hey, we'll be at the Rowdies game on Saturday night and the, and the Rays game on Sunday. If, if, they, if the members of the NAACP want to join us. Yeah, we'll buy we'll, you booze. We'll buy you booze. If you guys we'll be happy to do it. Come down. If you're a member, if you're an NAACP member and you're free Friday or Saturday night, this Saturday night. Yes. Uh, come to the Rowdies game. Find us. We're in MF7. We're in MF7. Yeah. Yeah. So come find us and we'll buy you booze. We'll get fucking wrecked together. Together. We'll call each other gay because that's what men do. Sure. Right, but, you, and I'll probably actually suck your dick. Yeah, and he'll suck your dick after curtsying. It's yeah, like if I, I give you a bad handshake, you're gonna get a, a fucking beach. I'm so. trying to bring the world together mm-hmm. using eight percent booze and gayness. Yeah, and I feel like we can do it. I think we can do it together. Tickets are only forty dollars, by the way. Um, so you can just come and sit with us, rage, and we can have a hilarious time together. There is one other thing that I wanted to show you guys before we get out of here today. Okay. Um. Bob, can you go to Instagram and <clears throat> go to the worst buy page? It's worst yeah, I dot buy. Oh, I, I like that page. Yeah. There, there's one product that I saw pop up over the weekend that I think we should explore. Maybe we'll put it in a future bro box or something. And I think, Bob, you know which one I'm talking about. Yeah, it's definitely that one in the top right. This one? Oh, yeah. Or this one? <laughs> either, either one, but I don't want to promote Apple stuff, okay. so let's start with this one. So you can hear this in your head right now. Oh, yeah. Now, I just want to get from the audience. I just want to know if we make this, would you guys buy it? You can let us know in the comments. Would you put it inside you? Oh, yeah, for sure. And just let me flick it as you walk by. For the the, uh, audio listeners out there, um, it is a butt plug with one of those door stoppers on the end. Bang! That your kids always play Mm -hmm. with and, uh, and rip out of the fucking walls. 
that I think is useful, except when sitting down. Well, I wouldn't yeah. recommend sitting down with it. Yeah. No, I wouldn't sit down with it. But it'd be fun to play with for a little bit, for sure. I mean, if you just flipped it up like a tail. Yeah, I think you're good there. Yeah, it's just like a silly little tail. That's a, yeah. a silly little tail. That's all that is. And then there was, I mean, I guess if you want to throw the other one up there, you may as well. I really like this site or this page, though. You should go follow Worst. It's worst.by, and they just have, it's. Uh, oh, it's the best. It's bad. Yeah, I'm a big fan. It's of like they site. had one that's like, um, uh, I think, uh, mayonnaise energy drink or something. That mm-hmm. might that may have been Jared. It's hard to tell between the two. But this is the other one. Uh, uh, this Air, is, AirPods with a butt plug? Yeah, well, it's the it's the subwoofer. Right. For the AirPods. Oh, that's great. The yeah. first comment A plus work too. Hey Siri, play Sandstorm. <laughs> <laughs> or turn down for what? <laughs> that's great. <laughs> oh my oh, god. Oh boy, who is that? Who Somebody's is that fucking Siri actually went off over there. Yeah, she did it. We had a misfire. Yeah. Uh breaking news, by the way, Jeff Bezos just got engaged. Um so the woman he was cheating on Mackenzie Bezos with he did get engaged. Oh, good for him! So yeah. it, was, it was all about love after all. Uh, also, breaking news: the Associated Press just posted a story on Twitter about how John Fetterman in, is now less depressed because he's wearing uh, a hoodie and shorts in, in Congress. Is that why? I saw those pictures over the weekend. Here, I was like, <laughs> "What? Well, he's going back to that?" Here, here's here's so <laughs> the uh, here's the caption. John, Senator John Fetterman used to walk the halls of the Senate stone-faced and in formal suits. Now he's more relaxed in hoodies and gym shorts. People close to Fetterman say it's a sign of progress after six weeks of inpatient treatment for depression. Oh, boy. Listen to him speak. It definitely wasn't depression. No, right. he's retarded. Yeah. Yeah. He, yeah. he stroked out and his brain's fucked. Yes. You know what I mean? Is there something else on there, and Bob, I'm that you wanted to show? I'm not that much better, but I'm not running for fucking Senate. For Spam Oreos sakes. look pretty good. I mean, there's just it's just endless. This is my... Favorite one that I've seen recently. Oh God! <laughs> uh, Holy shit! Oh dude. man, that's, that's not great. That's that's amazing. That's the that's a Patreon show yeah. for you right there, kids. It's exactly what that is. Uh, do we have somebody in the studio for Drinking Bro of the Week today? We do, is he still yeah. here? Come on up, sir. Come on up. Uh, if you're out there at home and want to uh, submit for Drinking Bro of the Week. Just go to drinkingbros.com, click on the submission form, and it comes in live to our inbox. Or if you're in the Austin area, you can actually just be on the show and give out Drinking Bro of the Week here. Uh, while you're at drinkingbros.com, buy some merch. It helps support us. Not $1 goes to Ukraine. And uh, all, the, all the fucking T-shirts and mugs and everything we have there is top, top notch. Top notch. We don't make enough money off of it because they're so nice, but uh, we should. Pop that about an inch from your face there. There you go. All the way up. There you go. Boom. You're you're a giant man. 6'2". Well, it's just big, you know? Yeah, I work in oil field and then fire trucks. There you go. I knew it. I knew you were doing some fucking hard-ass shit, dude. What's your name? Brad. What's your last name, Brad? Freeman. There you go, Brad. Uh, how long have you been listening to the show? Three years. Nice. Yeah, nice. three years. All right. Way to go, dude. Um, who would you like to give Drinking Bear of the Week to? My dad. Okay. Always been there, even when I did dumb shit. Yeah. Um, I uh, A lot of people give out their dad on this show. and it's, Yeah, it's cliche. No, it's not cliche, actually. I mean, look, if you have a good father, it means a lot. Um, yeah, he rescued me from France. So. Oh, really? Yeah, he fucked a f- German whore back in the day. He was in the Air Force. Okay. And she kind of left us there. So. In France? Yeah. 
not a terrible place to live, you know? No. <laughs> where were you? But where, at were five? you in south of France? No. Uh, it was Calais. So it was rainy and miserable. Oh, gotcha, So like gotcha. Seattle, but the food is good. Yeah, the food's great over there. Yeah. It's great. I didn't know if you were in the south of France and you were like, hey, dad, thanks, man. No, no, no. If I was there, I would have been like, no, we're not going home. <laughs> I'm not going to work no, in a fucking oil no, field, bro. No, I'm living no. in the south of France. Yeah. That's awesome, man. Uh, well, cheers. Thanks for being here. We greatly appreciate it. You get uh, some seltzers there? Oh, yeah. Boom. Boom. We're coming to Texas soon, dude. I just have I know. You get that question a million times a uh, week. It's fine. I'll just get and tell you who we, we, we just had a Now I just needed to come. Ben E. Keith. And our buddy Ryan Mills out there. So now you got to get it in North Dakota too. So I can tell you this, but there's only five people in North Dakota. There is. It's not really worth it. Um, It's not really worth it. But uh, (laughs) dead serious. Like even they're like, hey, don't. don't I don't. I don't blame you. Don't go to the Dakotas. I don't even think Walmart likes North Dakota. I can tell you this, and and uh, this will be some inside info here. We will be live in three more states, including Tennessee and Florida. And we will be able to announce that July 1st. Okay. Because I've already so. gotten them some from Tennessee and Florida. Okay. Where do you live? Uh, I live in Willis, Texas. All right. Perfect. North of Houston. Yeah. I don't know if you know where that is. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I, I know where it is. And um, then I did some contracting work for the DOD over on the East Coast. Oh, no shit. Where at? What state? Maryland. Oh, Maryland. All right. Um, big windowless building. Sure. That's good enough. Yeah, yeah, I know which one you're talking about. Uh, yeah. So yeah, so we'll be able to announce that soon, and then uh, and then hopefully Texas soon. Texas is the one that we just keep, we keep getting hammered on, and myself included. Like it's fucking big. a. Well, it's 30 million people, and that's fine. We we finally have the cans for it, yeah. so we're good to go. Um, we're good to go for Texas and uh, and service the entire land over and over and over again, and it's great. Uh, however. Trying to jump in because the state is so big. There's only a couple of distributors that go to the entire state. Silver Eagle, Miller. Uh, No, so it's uh, Benny Keith does the entire state and then a company called Brown. It's not Silver Eagle Distributors? Don't think so. I think they do part of the states, but not all the states. Well, I know they're the Anheuser. I know. They're not. They're not doing good. Eh, who cares? <laughs> I don't know anybody who's still drinking Bud Light. I'm fine with it. I'm fine with it. To be honest, you could be the new Bud Light, or you could replace Bud. Light. I looked at the numbers, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. The numbers are they down that much? Oh, bro, it's thirty thirty two percent. And it was wasn't wasn't it like not even a thing? It was supposed to be a. Yeah, it was a one off. They did a. They just did a huge article, over and the it wasn't on, even on like the Dylan Dylan person that did it. It was the marketing director that gave her the job. Correct. Him the job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The job. And then what happened was uh, they just made one six pack. That was it. Just one singular <laughs> six pack, and it one brought six pack brought down a, the was it the largest beer. I know it's wild, and they don't know what to do. So the Wall Street Journal did an article over it over the weekend, and they were like, "How to blow up your brand?" Yeah, and what an interesting case study this is going to be for like colleges and shit for years to come, because it's rare. Yeah. You know, we're we're living in a time now where everybody kind of boycotts everything. Yeah, this one's stuck, and it is not going anywhere. Who else has ever messed up on that scale? Nike. Nike for a while with the Kaepernick shit, and it worked for a while, and then they popped yeah. out of it. But th- here's the difference: Nike's Nike, right? Yeah. Nike makes great shit. People are going to buy Nike, right? Yeah. Whereas the beer, there's a million I, like shit. That's I, that's the problem. Go to it? Twisted X down here in Texas, yeah. and but you can have great beer. Um, you know, go to my buddy's place. There's a pl- there's plenty of yeah. amazing S- beers in the world. I don't know if you're old enough to remember this, but I know from me Texas when I turned 21, I'm 35. Mm-hmm. So when I turned 21, there was Miller, Coors, 
Lone Star. Bud Light, Lone Star. They were all basically the same. Pearl. Yeah. Yeah. They're all the same beer, right? Now you've got, there's 30 breweries just in Austin. Oh, dude, you could throw a fucking stone here. And And, uh, there's, what, four within five miles of here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So why are you going to buy Bud Light when you can buy? And that's kind of what happened to them. So whereas Um, with Nike, you know, who's your competition there? Nike's got Adidas. Adidas. New Balance. uh, Reebok. Well, New Balance for guys my age. Yeah, for dads who (laughs) are out mowing the yard. Oh, yeah. Um, and then uh, I would say, who was the Rocks one? Owen? No. On? You don't think so? Uh-uh. The Swiss shoe? No. I love mine. They're not big enough yet. They're no. not big enough. I saw, you know who I saw? It was surprising the other day. It was Mark Wahlberg's shoes. I he like his shoes. shoes. He does. He's got everything, though. Municipal. He's going with everything. I don't, I don't like the shirts and shit, but uh, I like the shoes, actually. He had a pick I one like the Mark other day. Mark Wahlberg. Uh-huh. Mark Hard, dude. Yeah. We just set him up online today. Uh, Jared built his whole gym into uh, to Mark Wahlberg. Really? Yeah. I'll show you the video when we get off here. It's fun. Taylor, right? Taylor? Jared Taylor? Yeah, that one. Okay. Yeah. You know him? I've met him twice. Heard of him? Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah, I've heard of him. But um, So I met you guys, or I heard about you guys through the Drinking Bros. Not mm-hmm. Drinking Bros. The Freedom Friends. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Scott Jansen yeah. and their, their company, Warfighter. Warfighter Tobacco. Yeah. Love those guys. And Jared was recently on theirs. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we love. I Warfighter didn't get to meet him, him, unfortunately, but yeah. Well, he pops up here and there. I, I like Jared. You'll he, find him. He seems exactly who he is advertised. One hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. To him a and, fault. Him. <laughs> where you're just like, yeah. Jesus, man, pull it, pull it together, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think my dad's former colonel was his colonel. Would you know his name? I'll ask him after the show. Probably not. There you go. <clears throat> yeah. Proud of you. A lot yeah. of eight percent's going down the old gullet today. Yeah, yeah, it happens. Yeah. It happens. Well, you asked me how much the building was. I'm like, that was 15 years ago, and I was the the low man on the totem pole. They didn't tell me that. Yeah, I was like, maybe five million. I don't know. Not, not even close. Yeah, not even close. I we, guess I, I, we we would be so rich, I wouldn't work. I guessed for five million. <laughs> That's it. Really? That's your number? No, if we were able to afford a five million dollar building, that'd be pretty fucking really? hilarious. Five million. That's not as much as you think it is. Fuck yeah, it is. You know what your down payment is on that? A million. You got to put a million down in cash. He's calling you poor. I guess so. Would you shake his hand bad before this? Shit, Yes, dude. he did. <laughs> you got a million to throw down in cash on a, on a place? Uh, really? Maybe. All right. Not in cash. I could get a million if I needed to. Well, it's tough. It wasn't. It wouldn't be easy, but. Okay. Also, you're forgetting Frost Bank. Don't forget Frost Bank. That is a good bank. Where is that at? Texas. Wait, where in Texas? Everywhere. Uh, yeah, I've never heard of it. You yeah. know the big uh, jagged building downtown looks like an owl? Yeah. Oh, no, building. that's the one in San Antonio. Well, no, there's one here. It's Frost Tower. Oh, oh yeah, 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 that's right. They yeah, got yeah. one here, too. It's like the most recognizable building in the Well, they used to be here. Frost Cullen back in the day. that building, yeah. Oh, but yeah. you and like 15 other homeless people. I know. I know. You get in where you fit in, though, and that's where yeah, we were. Yeah. So that's where it was. No, where there's it a bunch of those, bunch of those places. All right, I'll really check it good out. banks in Texas. I'll that check it out. Do international stuff. So okay. So if I have to send Bill Gates some money, that's where I'll go. Why would you send him money? He needs it apparently. All right, no, he He's, doesn't. I who's the bridge girl? Antonova. I'll send you money for bridge, little lady. She's got to be. She, bridge. She's got to be grown up now. No, no, I'm not retired. So. Uh, yeah, I'm not going to do gra- that. You never played with your grandparents? Sure didn't. So that's who I learned from was my grandmother. Yeah, yeah. That's a grandmother's Because it's like game. a team. 
Because would you play with four people? That's how. And then ex- two that, and two are on a team. That's how exciting it was that you don't even know the rules. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for joining us, kids. Go to iTunes, rate the show five star, and leave a quick review. Also, head on over to Spotify. It's just a five star, and you can walk away. All right. Ten thousand reviews. I'll shut the fuck up. I looked yesterday. We're at six thousand seven hundred reviews. And they keep taking them away for some reason, or maybe people are dropping off of iTunes. I don't fucking know. Just get it over 10,000, and I'll never say it the rest of my life. I promise you that. For Anthony Danley Holloway, I'm Ross Patterson. This is Drinking Bros. Fake News. Good night, everyone.